Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and campus alumni and villagers of all ages, welcome to the first ever Antiochian Village podcast, AV Mount Rushmore. This summer at the Village, we're making history in more ways than one. This is the first time that camp will last longer than two weeks for everyone. This is also the first summer that you're encouraged to use your technology at camp. And finally, yes, this is the first summer that AV has its very own podcast. Now, in a minute, but not yet, the format and origin of this podcast will be explained. But before that, allow me to introduce one of my co-hosts. Hailing from Westwood, Massachusetts, this person was recruited by New England Patriots head coach Bill Belichick to fill in the shoes of Tom Brady. But he turned down the opportunity so he could stay committed to this podcast. This person is a great baker, but an even better friend. My brother, Owen, the Baking King Pluff. Welcome, Owen. Thank you, Alex. It's a pleasure. And now to introduce our other co-host. A Sports Illustrated article called him the next D. Wade with the hair of vintage Steve Nash. (laughs) Hailing from the 305, it's John. Hotter takes than Stephen A. Safey. Let's go. Thank you very much, Owen. I'm very excited for this podcast, guys. And lastly, let me introduce our last and third co-host. He spits hot takes faster than you can say in a minute, but not yet. He always (laughs) has his adventure strap on his Crocs in case he needs to hop in line for seconds. It's Alex. Morning, do safety. Woo! All right, guys. Thank you for that introduction. Uh, The three of us will be here throughout the summer doing this podcast, but we also have a revolving door of special guests coming in um, to talk with us about our different topics. And so now I have the honor of introducing the Antiochian Village Mount Rushmore podcast first guest ever. This person is calling in all the way from Lexington, Massachusetts. He has studied the campground since the age of five when he was the youngest camper ever. He has also been called the Spielberg of his generation. I would like to welcome your back-to-back videographer. Please give a virtual round of applause for Jimmy James Frosted Tips. Jabor! What's going What's on, up, James? guys? It's an honor. The honor is mine. Thank you for having me on this show. Oh, bro. We are, we are so pumped to have you, James. All now, right. Why don't we uh, give a little explanation of what this podcast is going to be about and maybe the origin, how we came to think of it for sure for sure all right so for those of you guys who don't know a mount rushmore is a top four list so um the way i've always kind of consumed them uh is in podcast form so i'm a big fan of sports podcasts as, as i'm sure our guest and my other co- co-hosts are as well and a big thing that they love to do is rank sports moments so i thought what would be better than if we ranked or not ranked but debated and had our own Mount Rushmore of camp like topics. So I figured I'd text the two most famous pod podcasters (laughs) that I know personally uh, and see what we could do. Yeah, that's true. So Owen did reach out to us, but funny enough, who texted us about five days before with a similar idea to do camp Mount Rushmore's our first guest on the show, James Jabour. James, what do you have to say? Hey, man. All I have to say is 
after all this, uh, all these trials and tribulations that the four of us went through, I'm just glad I could be on the show in one way or another. You're a, you're uh, a pioneer. I mean, uh, I'll, I'll take one for the team at the end of the day, but you know, I'm just glad to be here. It, it was so funny yeah. though. Cause, cause you just texted us kind of like, yo, like Mount Rushmore is just talking like in general, just like <laughs> having fun conversation. But Owen's like, Hey guys for virtual camp, maybe we could like start a podcast. And he literally texted us maybe a few days later. And I was like, that's so funny. Owen, like James just texted us about just doing that like for fun. But, uh, yeah, I mean, James. I mean, you you couldn't have just thrown me in a quick little four five person group text. Yeah, we, we did. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, easier we, than we you did. might think, but I mean, we're sorry. You no, know, it is what it is at this point. So <laughs> we have to bring you on for the first episode. I appreciate um, it, boys. So yeah, guys, to get into it, the the topic for this first episode is going to be our Mount Rushmore of camp locations. So just really quickly. Um, there was a poll going on on the Antiochian Village social media. Um, it was, we were sending it around as well. Hopefully, you guys had a chance to vote. And, um, and you, everyone was voting on the camp locations. But obviously, there were a few, two locations that were not there. And that's because they're undisputed, tied for the first uh, place of best locations at camp. And that's obviously St. Ignatius Chapel and the Outdoor Chapel um shrine for saint thecla and because those are easily number one there's even there's no uh, discussion that needs to be said about those so what we're going to be discussing today is what we rank number two three four and five after those tied for first um so uh without any further ado why don't we get into it james you are our guest um i'll just you'll so you'll go first i'll just briefly discuss we're going to be going in order. We're each going to say what our number one choice was, and then we'll do a reverse order um, and say what our second choice was and so on. And then we'll also, at the end of the episode, give some of the honorable mentions, and we will also review, uh, reveal the results of the polls that you guys voted on, hopefully, if you're listening. Um, so, James, without any further ado, would you start us off? What was your first location on your Mount Rushmore? Oh, man. Right, it took me a little bit to look through this list, but uh, my first choice eventually was the challenge course. Um, Great pick. Awesome. Pick. Yeah, I mean, uh, after after enough time looking through the, the options, it was a pretty easy number one for me. Um, I mean, obviously, if you didn't know I was a facilitator, <laughs> you do now. Um, it's just like, man, it's such a special place on camp, bro. Like, like whether or not you like the – you like the the ropes course um whether you've had good or bad experiences on the ropes course like when you think of all the different areas on camp like you think of the ropes course like it's very 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 iconic and yeah. funny enough I, I was a camper for nine years and i hated the ropes course all the way throughout my cit year even so 10 years and i finally i had a uh, a conversation with a certain former staff member who convinced me to be a, to apply to be a facilitator. Thank God I was accepted. Um, and <laughs> funny enough, I, I fell in love with it, boys. Like the first, the first, uh, my first summer on staff in 2017, my training week, um, I was always afraid of heights, like pretty, I mean, I was open about it. I didn't really hide it or anything, but just like throughout my life, like the first 18 years of my life, I was terrified of heights. But as soon as 
I was put in a harness and like told to climb during training week. I had to do it because that's how we were trained. And so I did it. And then I was like, this isn't that bad. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I just like, I was forced out of my comfort zone. And so, so as, like, as a camper, what, you never went up on any like, high elements or anything? No, because I didn't have to, you know? And yeah. like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's challenged by choice, but as a facilitator, I felt like I had more of like a responsibility. You know, if I were to be trying to talk to a camper up there on an element, like I would like to know what it feels like to be up there myself. Totally. Of course. Yeah. I mean, like going out of my comfort zone, which is, I know, which is my favorite part about the ropes course in general, because that's how, you know, in general, you, if you don't get stretched out of your comfort zone, you're never going to grow. And at the village, I believe the ropes challenge course is probably the easiest place on camp to be stretched out of your comfort zone for no the majority of people. That's um, why yeah, I definitely. like it too, because, um, you know, when you're at camp, it's almost like you're retreating. We always talk about escaping kind of from our normal lives and like the real world. And I feel like when, when I was a camper going on the challenge course was like a retreat off the retreat, you know, it's like you kind of go on a field trip during the day, you leave at, yeah. uh, at breakfast and it's like crazy because you like say goodbye to your counselor who you're usually with you know 24 7 and then you're you're kind of there until uh give me shop time and it's really cool because you're basically like you're on an island by yourself with your sister cabin your brother cabin and you know the facilitators which like you said james great opportunity to get out of our comfort zone which is one of the many things that we are always trying to do at camp so definitely great pick for number one absolutely definitely so uh, I think for the rest of the order, guys, we should go in order of oldest to youngest. So Owen, since you're older than Alex and I by just about two weeks, why don't you go ahead? All right. So my number one pick, I just uh, I chose to go with what I think is arguably the most iconic part of camp. When I first think of camp, I think of the arch. It's the first mm. thing you you drive underneath. It has the the um, the, the the phrase on top of it. Right. Like, it's quintessential. Which phrase AD. are you referring to? <laughs> <laughs> we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Right. Great, Great so phrase. Amazing phrase. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, but also, it's like all the 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 stuff that we do with it. Um, especially as staff, like that's where we get our cabins. Like that's that's when we 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 figure out like how our sessions going to go and the joy that you feel when like all the 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 buses or the the cars drive drive through with all like all of you guys who 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 come come through like it's an it's like an incredible feeling that's like it's just it's hard to just describe i guess so that's yeah definitely definitely Owen. the arch definitely is on my list i won't reveal where yet though All right, John, do you want to go next? All right, so I'll I'll keep it going. I am older than Alice by one minute, so I'll go next since I'm (laughs) next oldest. So my number one uh, is different from your guys, even though you guys had some great options. I had to go with the dining hall, which I actually disputed this one for a long time. Um, This was definitely going to be top four. I just didn't know where exactly I was going to put it. And I came down with this decision. Um, based on my criteria for what would be number one. And that's because a few different reasons I'll get into. First, I think it's the only place on camp, other than church, obviously, that you go to every single day, like more than once. Like maybe you're on the overnight and you don't, and you miss a meal 
or, uh, you know, we have a cookout, but we were really there every single day. And there's a lot of time spent. And when you think about the time that you're spending with your campers and your counselors and your cabin mates, um, and even your sister cabin and brother cabin as well, or maybe a support staff member or uh, a priest that'll come sit with you and eat a meal with you. Like that time is like very valuable. You know, you're, it's intimate. You're sitting, you know, we, we play, there's reasons that we have, you know, games like elbows off the table and the nose game, right? The nose game is that we want to keep everyone alert so that everyone is paying attention. Um, <laughs> so it, it really, you can spend, you're spending quality time with, with everyone in your cabin. Um, another reason is that, like I said, some of the best memories are made in the dining hall, like singing songs with your cabins, um, you know, trying to get dismissed, uh, calling out to maybe the support staff member that's dismissing uh, to go eat that day. And another reason is, is that it's extremely versatile, right? So Father Chris was married there. Deacon Merrick also, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I don't know how many years ago, six or seven years ago, um, got married. Uh, there, that was the evening program one night. So we have evening programs where we're dancing in there. We have rainy day afternoon programs in there. Morning program classes are in there. Even this past summer, we had a uh, the silent, the first ever silent meal at AV, which was an incredible. I don't know how you guys felt about it. I'm sure you guys loved it as well. I loved it, um, which is an incredible opportunity for us to just be more mindful and prayerful, um, and had a whole silent meal. So very versatile space. You know, we pray in there, we laugh in there, we sing in there. We eat in there, and obviously, at the end of the session, we watch the camp video in there, and we cry in there, too, when we say goodbye to everyone. <laughs> and so that's why, in my opinion, after the church and the outdoor chapel, the dining hall is easily uh, the best location on camp, in my opinion. Yeah, got a lot of good points there, John. You know, we just – so we went through all three of you guys, your, uh, your first picks. I'm surprised because the one that I thought was clearly the best one – you guys all had great picks, is, has not been taken yet. I'm going to say mine, the pavilion. I think the pavilion has definitely got to be number one. Um, and I'll explain why. You know, John, you were talking about versatility with the dining hall. And the pavilion certainly has <laughs> the same amount of versatility, if not more, as the dining hall. You know, if you think about it, almost every time during the day, there is something going on in the in the pavilion you know in the, in the morning there's more there's morning program which i don't know if you guys when you were campers ever or counselors got to teach there or, or learn there but yeah. i think a few years i was able to have morning program in the in the pavilion and it's a beautiful location you can see all of camp and there's a nice breeze you're under the shade you know it's not too hot which is definitely if, if i can stay in the shade and on the hot summer i'm gonna stay in the shade um, and then an afternoon program, we got Foursquare there, which is, you know, that's, I guess afternoon program, that'll be another episode maybe later this, this summer. But Foursquare is amazing. And just going there and getting to hang out with some of your friends and play Foursquare, of course, which is a blast. And then evening program. Like, all the evening programs are there pretty much. We have Huffley night. We have Serenade night there. And then hockey night. So talking about versatility, it's such a versatile place and asset to camp. We've even had um, church services there. I know for, for we, but we're all session three campers. Um, when the symposium, comes, baby. yeah, that's right. Um, every other, every other year when the symposium comes, we have a service there with the metropolitan and that's honestly one of my favorite services. Um, 100%. and then of course, so talking, talk, I talked about the versatility, then there's the views too. I mentioned the views, but th th you can't really get a better view than when you're just hanging out in the pavilion, you can look at, you can see the field, you can see the beautiful church. And on a nice day, you know, you're in the shade, you're in the breeze, but you can still appreciate 
the beautiful Antiochian village. So Pavilion is definitely going to be my number one pick. So since we're going to switch the order now, I'll give you guys my second pick, which is the dining hall. John, you, you did a good job mentioning all the great things about the dining hall. Um, you know, meals are definitely an underrated part of camp. I think just because we kind of see it as like, oh, you go, we're going to eat, but it's so much more than that. And just especially 100%. now. Yeah. And, and just looking around when you're in the dining hall and seeing everyone at camp there, um, it's, it's just beautiful. And especially now that we, you know, we hit, we're, we're limited in how, in how we can interact with other people with the coronavirus going on. Um, just wow. thinking about those memories, it's, it's really beautiful to think about, you know, just everyone, like John, you said, singing, laughing, and just having a great time. So that's my second pick. Yeah, great definitely. Pick. So, yeah, since we're going reverse now, uh, I'll give my second. But I, obviously, Alex, uh, you can't go wrong with Pavilion or Dining Hall. Those are uh, great two, top two choices. Uh, my second one, I put what Owen put as his first choice, and that's the Arch, which I, I completely agree with you, Owen. It's like one of the most one of the most iconic places because you know it's the first thing we pass under, right? When we come, you know, whether you're coming, we're coming to camp from all over the country, and some and in some cases all over the world, right? From whether you're from Canada, Michigan, New York, California, Boston, uh, Spain, Miami, like all the different people that come to the village, you, you know you're finally there once you pass under the iconic arch and the, you know, we can all do, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, uh, quote. So I completely agree, uh, Owen, uh, the, the arch has got to be top four and I, that's why I put it in as my second choice right after the dining hall. Great pick. Also has a dope, dope, uh, a dope song about it too. So, oh yeah, uh, yeah arches. Great song. That's right. Uh, for my number two pick, this is this could be kind of controversial. Uh, I chose to go with the older night. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Very on brand for you, Owen. Yeah. So I'm a huge overnight fan. Like that's probably one of my favorite nights of all time. Uh, I think it's a great time to get to like bond as a cabin and, and with your brother cabin and or sister cabin. Um, like there's your, your, your chance to build a fire, to, to cook food, to set up a tent, just kind of like rough it. It's so much fun. Um, yeah, for sure. One of my favorite memories is definitely, I think we went on an overnight together. Uh, I don't know what year, but it was a couple of years ago. And then we just stayed up like the entire night cause it was raining and down, down. Yeah. That was just so a great for, time. For listeners, really quick, we mentioned we all go session three. Uh, James was a few years older than us growing up, but Owen, Alex, and I have been in the same cabin, or give or take a few years, since we were nine years old. So we did spend many overnights together, and I do remember that that year where uh, we just made some really good memories. It was raining. We were you know, having fun in the rain, and obviously, uh, like you said, the, the overnight's a great time to bond with uh, your brother cabin. Absolutely. And, yeah. and Absolutely. sister cabin as well. Yeah. So that's that's my uh, overarching number two arch. pick. Arch. 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 <laughs> number one pick. All right, Alex. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's James. James. My, my turn. My bad. Right. So I'm surprised none of you have said this one yet. But when I think of camp, obviously there's the arch. Obviously there's the pavilion or whatever. <laughs> but I think of the lodge. So... As my number two choice, I chose the lodge because up until last summer, you know, we switched things up. Arrival Day had always, 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 always 
since 1978, always been at the lodge. Like running down, like the counselors, man. Oh my goodness, those were so many memories. Those were like those were the best memories of my life, bro. Like I would get to, I would always get there the night before session three uh, started. I would get there Saturday night, you know, go to church with my mom in the morning. Andrew Jabor, food specialist, legend. <laughs> shout um, out. I have to shout out mom. Shameless plug. Um, <laughs> but, you know, once we got in line at like 12, because <laughs> we were those guys to get in line like an hour early. <laughs> the first people. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, like once account, I would just wait minute by minute by minute for those counselors to sprint out and just hear their feet hit the rocks you know obviously someone would fall and twist their ankle every single year <laughs> but like they yeah. would end up getting right in front of the mailbox circle up sing ride that pony and then i would most years be first in line so i'd be like hey, one of you guys about to be my counselor <laughs> yeah and i would just go up to the to the lodge steps the head counselor would announce my my counselor and then they would just come up and hug me and like in that moment i was like all right, like I'm safe. Like this is yeah. gonna be amazing. This is it. And yeah. so just like fast forward like 10, 11 years when I was a counselor for the first time, and I got to run out of the lodge and hug my first camper myself. Like there was absolutely nothing like it. It was a blessing like no other. So the lodge, man, it's it's very special for me. It was a hard number two, very close, very close second for me. No, that's yeah, you know one, James, definitely a good one. Yeah, I'm glad you reminded me because honestly, I when I was going through this, for some reason, I guess it's because during this session, we just don't spend much time in the lodge unless you're cleaning the lodge because you got a bad cabin score uh, that day. But uh, <laughs> I'm used to that too. Right. <laughs> uh, I just don't, uh, I didn't think of the lodge, but I'm glad you just reminded me because that's so true. Like those first memories, like I remember nine, being nine years old, like the first time uh, my counselor that year was Aaron Murphy and like just standing in the lodge on the steps being like, oh my gosh, like, who's in that counselor? And they're all, like you said, they're all singing and dancing, uh, doing that ride that pony. And uh, that's where like your, some of your, other than the arch, some of your first memories of camp are. So I'm glad you reminded us of that one. Uh, yeah. So now James, since we're going back reverse again, you can give us your third choice and then we're all gonna give our third. Absolutely. So this one was already said, but you know, I'll touch on it again. The arch, obviously it's the, the staple of camp, you know, um i i like you guys you guys covered a lot of what i wanted to say about the arch the only point that i would make is like you can be driving on 7-eleven take that left take that right onto the onto the church camp uh tra trail trail <laughs> trail 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 yeah church camp trail um and then you're like oh sweet like i'm about to hit the arch and like i'm about to get to camp but like the second you drive through the arch, it's like you're like you're going through the wardrobe into Narnia, bro. Like you <laughs> you you're like it's just a whole new world, you know? And just like immediately even now, like the more the more memories that I have of camp, the more special I'll feel every time that I drive into camp. Mm -hmm. So the more times that I'm at cabin assignments as a staff member, the the more special it'll feel walking driving you know uh running under the arch like i'll just see around me and i'll be like oh my gosh like i was right there when i got my first cabin you know it's just a very very special place on camp um and i mean anyone who's even taken a glimpse at the arch has, has witnessed something very special yeah there's nothing like it nothing like it 100 percent. 
All right, Owen, next up. All right, my number three, I went with the challenge course. So I kind of like a somewhat of a similar view as James, but also kind of different. So I too am also like super af afraid of heights. Um, never re really been a fan. Like I could probably count on one hand how many times I've been up a, a high element. But wow, uh, I never thought about that. Me though. too, bro. <laughs> uh, I chose it more for the low element stuff. So I'm a huge fan of the the challenge course games and kind of teamwork aspect of it. I think it's an amazing time to get the bond with your your sister and or brother cabin. I think it's a good time to kind of figure out like what kind of di dynamic you're, you're going to set forth for the rest of the, the session. Mm -hmm. um, uh, also, uh, it, it, it pushes you out of, out of your, your comfort zone also, which is like huge. Um, but like, it's a relatively easy thing. So a lot more people tend to participate in it. At least that's from, from my perspective of not being like a facilitator, but um, yeah. But I also feel like it's also a good way to kind of figure out like everybody brings something different to the the table for everything, and it just kind of allows yeah. you to kind of see that for like like a first time almost. Yeah, definitely. Sense. You definitely grow a lot closer with some of the kids uh, in your brother and sister cabin that maybe you didn't know as well before. So absolutely, I'm definitely with you there, Ellen. Challenge course is an excellent choice. Yeah. So for my th third, I'll be brief because. Alex already uh, spoke very well to the pavilion, but uh, coming at number three, right, right after the dining hall and the arch, I had number three, the pavilion. Like you said, Alex, very versatile. So many things happen there. Um, you know, throughout the day, I just think of afternoon program. And obviously evening program is, is uh, the, the pavilion is dominated by evening program. But I think of afternoon program and like, for example, my, I remember my campers from fourth session last summer, you know, every time I was doing afternoon signups, these kids were always begging, like, uh, they were always wanted to go to Foursquare, just, you know, maybe it's not even about playing Foursquare, it's just about, you know, having a great setting to just hang out. If you want to play Foursquare, you can. If you want to do prayer rope and game, play cards, or just have a great conversation. And unfortunately, I remember last summer, it was everyone, it was always, Foursquare was always filling up very quickly. Um, so it's because so many people wanted to hang out in the pavilion because, uh, you know, it's, it's a highly coveted spot to, to spend your afternoons at camp. So that's right. why I had the pavilion at number three on my list. All right. So now down to my number three. Not going not gonna to talk too much. We already did a lot of talking about the arch, and rightfully so. But the one thing that you guys didn't say about the arch and uh, why I think it's my, it's my third uh, top place at camp um, is – you know, since 1978, when camp opened, there's been so many things that have changed. There's the, the new dining hall. There's the health center, the lodge. Those places weren't around. The cabins are all new. None of those places were around when, we, when the camp first started. But um, the arch is one of the things at camp that has really always been there. And, yeah, they did. I think they kind of made it more new. Um, and I don't know when that was, a few years ago, maybe 10 years ago. I don't know what it was. Um, but the arch, like you said, Owen, it's very iconic and it's always been there. Um, my fourth one, James, you talked about the lodge. Um, and I really had the same exact reason as you. So I won't go much deeper than, uh, arrival days, like one of my favorite days, probably my favorite day at camp and growing up, you know, like you said, it was just standing there in line and waiting and waiting and waiting and felt that, that, you know, 30 minutes to an hour, whatever, how long you were waiting felt like forever. And finally, when you saw that first counselor run out and jump and scream, it was, you know, like we said, one of the 
best, best, um, you know, memories of camp. So that rounds out my list. I'll just re recount it before we go back to you guys. My, mine was the pavilion, the dining hall, the arch and the lodge. John, why don't you give us your fourth pick now? All right. So my fourth, I'm excited. None of you guys mentioned this one and this Ooh. might be the most valuable place at camp. You maybe you can already guess uh, what I'm talking about, but it's gotta be the health center. Wow. And that's because hot it, take. It's, no, I do not think this is hot. And that's because this is the one place <laughs> where we – seriously, if, if this place doesn't exist, we can't have camp. If there's no health center, that's like, well, you know what? When you catch a cold and, you know, you're not with your family, you're not home with mom and dad or your grandparents, um, you know, what, where are you going to go? And luckily we've had always Nurse Pat, Nurse Katie, um, so many great – Nurse Leah, so many great nurses that uh, over the years have taken care of us, you know, when we were campers growing up and counselors. And in my opinion, that's why the health center for me, that rounds out my Mount Rushmore. It's my fourth and final uh, choice. And like I said, I think it's probably the most valuable place on camp for those reasons. Yeah, you know, you made you make a good argument. I think it's a hot take, but you can't, can't really dispute that, I have to say. All right, I, Owen. I, I got to uh, uh, apologize here. So I went off list with, with my, my fourth pick. Man, um, how could you do that's that? That's welcome. Please, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but like this is like <laughs> one of my absolute favorite spots at camp. Um, and it's going to be the meditation trail. Um, a lot of people might not know about it. It's actually right b behind the conference center. We did a activity there for MoPro this past summer, which is yeah. awesome. Probably that was one of my like favorites. Favorite. That yeah. was one of my favorites too, Owen, yeah. Um, so whether you're chilling at the, the bull, bullfrog pond or <laughs> walking those those woody trails, like – it's so peaceful. Like, honestly, probably one of the most at peace I've ever been is walking, like, like through, through, through those paths. Um, but also, this is a little known fact that a lot of people might not actually know. At, at night, the light, lightning bugs there are insane. Like, that's like, it's lit up, but it's like so staggered that it's just like an incredible sight, which has to, like, that has to put it somewhere on, on the, the list. Yeah, it definitely it sounds beautiful, Owen. Yeah, Underrated right. spot for sure. Underrated. Oh, spot. absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so that rounds up my Mount Rushmore, and on to you, James, for your final pick. So my fourth pick has been covered already, but I don't believe anyone said this specific reason. This is the dining hall at my number four. Um, DH. The DH man, the legendary tan and green DH. So. <laughs> My my biggest reason I had all the reasons that you guys mentioned it already, but personally, it's one of three times during the day that the whole camp is together. You know, like we start with church. Hopefully, every cabin is there. You know, things happen, whatever. Um, then we get to a meal, and then we have evening programs. So that's one of three times that everybody's together, um, and it's just like being able. Obviously, when I was a counselor, I was I was focused on my campers. But when I was um, sitting on the support staff table last summer, I was able to just like glance around. You know, I, I could just look at like whatever table I wanted, and I was able to see campers having a good time, counselors having a good time, campers and counselors having a good time together. You know, like smiles on hundreds of people's faces. 
I was able to look over in my mom's kitchen and give her a little wave, you know, say what's <laughs> up, and like go into the kitchen, say hi to to Jared and Johnny, you know, and Cameron, and there's just like like everybody's at the dining hall. Right. Like, Literally, everyone's just like like everybody comes together, you know, and like like we just eat, <laughs> we just <laughs> chow down, and like we're just having a good time. And like you guys said, the singing, the dancing, you know, the when it's always special to me when the music plays on the speaker for like a few minutes. That's just like it just like tops it off. And then oh, yeah. obviously with the camp videos, I don't need to say any more about that. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that rounds out uh, my list. It was uh, awesome. challenge course, the lodge, the arch and dining hall. The awesome. Four. Awesome. Excellent. Awesome. All right. So uh, now, Owen, why don't you give us the results? We've been waiting long. Uh, end of this episode. Why don't you let us know what uh, all the voters, uh, what, what all the campers and staff and alumni had said. Yeah. So uh, with the the number one pick with 77 out of 131 votes, it is the Pavilion. Woo! I was right, guys. They, uh, the, polls, the polls are right. I'm going to tell them they're right, and they told me I'm right. Pavilion is number one. Wait, Alex, I think this is pretty much just your your list. <laughs> really? Oh, wait. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, the, the number two pick with 68 out of 131 votes is the Dining Hall. Okay. Okay. Good looks. Good looks. I'll take it. There was my number one. <laughs> At number three, with 63 out of 131 votes, the arch. Okay. My personal favorite pick. Of course. That was the only one that was on all four of our lists. Yeah. That's true. Give me the challenge, Corey. And rounding it up at number four with 49 out of 131 votes. A close, close tie. Or not tie, but a close surpasser of the challenge course. It is the Metropolitan Phillip Lodge. Oh, wow. Jamesy. James, wow. so close. Sorry, buddy. It's all right, man. These are all great places. You can't go great wrong. Great places. You can't go wrong. But it wow, that, like, was my, that was my yeah, list. Yeah, it's though. Alex's list. I guess, you know, I guess my list must be right. I mean, <laughs> All right, cool. So All now right. really quickly, we're going to do our honorable mentions. Just a few spots that were off of our list. Um, James, let's start with you. You have a good honorable mention. Absolutely. So my honorable mention was the units, um, both boys and girls. Obviously, boys aren't allowed in there, so I don't know much about the girls' units. But <laughs> right. For the boys' units, as, as a camper, being able to – you know, run outside and hang out with like all the boys, you know, like there are those times where like the camps get together, the whole camp gets together, like I alluded to earlier, but this is like the only time I'm pretty sure throughout the whole day that like the only the boys can get together. And like, that's a very special time, you know, whether it's the campers, campers and counselors, just the counselors, like it, and especially the best part of the units, unit prayers. Um, oh yeah. It's just Facts. like, like the units, truly truly hit different the units are they're just uh, i'm surprised i didn't put it in my top four honestly yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's telling me things you're honestly selling me yeah it's yeah. an excellent choice so mine i had to go with a historical pick and that was the gathering place so mm -hmm. just a quick funny story that i have i mean i'm pretty sure the gathering place was like the lodge back in the day before the new metro fill or welcome lodge was built but the gathering place so um, just a quick story session uh, right before session one started we were all cleaning the camp uh, last summer before uh, session one began and I was in there and I was cleaning and I looked behind a closet to like grab a broom 
and I saw my name. I saw safety. And I was like, what, what is this? And I saw, it said Lisa safety, who was my, is my dad's first cousin who they, my dad and his cousins went to the village growing up. So I, I took a photo of the, uh, of the name that I saw. I sent it to, um, you know, all my family members and my, I guess my cousin, my dad's first cousin, Lisa, ended up sending her daughters to camp for the first time, uh, who were nine and 11 last because summer. Of that and they weren't, because I, I saw that name. So <laughs> to me, the gathering place is, is crazy because, you know, we sit in there and have morning program in there and, you know, we clean there and we do various activities there. And it's a place that was literally there when, you know, my dad, when, when our parents were going to camp, you know, back starting in 1978. So it's one of the oldest buildings on camp. So I'm, I have to shout it out uh, in this episode at least one time. That's great. Yeah. Great place to gather. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, my right. honorable oh, mention, last. Uh, mine is the hill from uh, the, the church to the uh, pavilion. That's just like what? an iconic like spot. Iconic spot. Uh, you know, it's it's a nice steep hill. It's great, great to to run run down. Um, the slip is also there. yeah, yeah. Um, so like that 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 has to be somewhere, you know, like, like yeah, on, definitely on the the list. But that's right. And, and you know what? I'm I'm really glad that we're able to do this podcast because that's the beauty of this thing is like we all can sit around and have these conversations and. You know, James brought up a point about the lodge that I didn't think about. Oh, and you just you brought up a lot of places that I would not even thought about, like the hill. You know, um, so <laughs> I'm glad that every week we'll be able to discuss different camp topics. And uh, this is a great episode. So thank you, guys. Absolutely. Uh, so right. huge thank you to our special guest James for for coming on. Thanks uh, for thanks, having me, James. guys. You know, after you guys went Mark Zuckerberg on me in the beginning, it's <laughs> nice to just be recognized. <laughs> We had to, we had to, man. We had to, we had to make a mess. <laughs> Thank you, James. No, it's business. I understand. <laughs> All right. So, so stay, stay tuned. Uh, there should be a post uh, that's coming out on social media at some point uh, with our picks all on a graphic. And uh, I want to encourage all of you guys to, to leave a comment with your personal Mount Rushmore's of these, these topics. And um Make sure to stay tuned. I believe tonight we have paraclysis at 3 p.m. and evening prayers at 9 p.m. So I hope to, to see you all there. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see you guys next week with our own special topic. We'll just see how the, uh, the cookie crumbles, you know. Ooh, okay. Come hungry, people. Come stay hungry. hungry, boys. Special, a special episode next week, guys. Stay tuned. I like right. the foreshadowing, boys. <laughs> Peace out. Have a good one.